This, this is SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Check this out. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And by SWBC Mortgage. Customized solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit SWBC.com. Now, your host, Shannon Gross. Now, your host, Shannon Gross. Welcome to Cowboys Crosstalk live from Cowboys Club where it's raining inside, outside, <laughs> but it's nothing but sunshine inside. We have a very, very special guest of honor tonight. We'll get to you in a second. Let me inter- my turn. Let me introduce the crew real quick. <laughs> to my right, a guy that's usually in the host chair. I hope you're going to be okay not being oh, I the love host it. tonight. I love being All right. second, third, fourth fiddle. It's great. All right. Ari <laughs> Timken of 105.3 The Fan. How's it going tonight, Ari? I'm great. How are you guys? Man, pumped. Like, I am super excited about this show tonight. One, because you're here. Thank you. Of course. Two, because of the guy to your right. Of course. My, my partner in crime on Hanging with the Boys on DallasCowboys.com. Nate Newton, how you doing tonight, Nate? Man, I'm super excited. Boy, this is the guest I've been waiting on, man. This is the guy that took my place in the locker room, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. So let's get right to it. If you, if Who you, is he? Where if is you he? don't know about this guy, <laughs> yes. stay tuned in because this is one of the most energetic – Entertaining. Contagious people in the world. You look like a big, sexy cartoon character now with that (laughs) hair and that beard. Welcome to the show, Joe Looney. Jump on, Joe. What's up, Joe? I tell you what, I don't know what to do with all these compliments, man. You guys yeah. are being Wait till man, you see the goodness, Zeke impression. Gracious, I tell you. <laughs> you the Zeke impression going. Do you have the crop yeah, top? Just this, just this one ab going yeah. on here right now. That's a, that's a retirement stomach for you. Man. I hate you, man. Well, Joe, you know, congratulations wow. on retirement. Uh, let's start the show there. Like, Yes, sir. One, uh-huh. how did you get there? What made you decide to, to say, hey, I, I – I just want to enjoy life. Like, what, what, what was that process like? Right. So, you know, I, uh, I had a, you know, a little bit of time with the Giants. I signed a contract mm-hmm. with them. And uh, at that time, you know, I thought that I still wanted to play football. And, uh, you know, I had a wonderful young lady in my life, and, you know, who's my wife now. Yes. Uh, yes. Kendra, man. Congratulations. We, yeah, yes, sir. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, I, I just I couldn't I couldn't stand to be away from her. You there know, you she's go. like she's like gravity. You know, she just you know she's my she. You know how God yeah. talked about in the yeah. Bible, He took the rib from that. She's my rib. You know, yeah. he brought it back. Okay. So you wanted you know, your rib back. Oh yeah, I I needed it back. You know, I'm you know I'm like come on now. Right. So I, I you know I was missing her, and then right. uh, you know I got my two kids, and you know this is my my son's first football season. He's five years old, playing flag football, and. You know, I, I just I couldn't I couldn't miss that. I couldn't miss that. And to go forward with it, you know, I'm now coaching this flag football team. You know, it's amazing. You know, I got five year olds running around and you know, I'm 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 coaching them up like they're Hall of Fame, you know, pro athletes. <laughs> but you know, I got to see my son my son, you know, score his first touchdown. Oh, and nice. I tell you what, you want to talk about a proud moment as a dad. You know, not only as a dad, but I was just standing there like, oh, he, he's not going to be an offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be a skilled player. You know, he's got it. He's got it. As right. long as he doesn't find the refrigerator like his pops did, <laughs> yeah. he is going to be just fine. Right. So, you know, that, that really went into my, uh, my sphere of just saying, you know what, hey, I'm, I'm done playing the game. But, uh, you know, I, don't, I think for all, all of us who, who are around the game, who played the game, you're never really done with it. I, I get a chance to – sit down on you know Fridays I go to high school football games with my wife and my kids 
and, you know, watch Saturday games and Sunday watch the NFL games. So it's, it's been great. It's just been a real true blessing. I just wanted to tell a quick story for Ari take over here. Tell me, when you was at practice, tell me like you told me the other day, like when you saw the guys practice and you decided, I, I can't do this no more. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so I was just, man, I was, I was waiting to do, we were doing like a five-on-four drill. Right. And this is, you know, basically as offense and defense alignment, it's like car wrecks going right. on in there. Right. This is up in New York. This is right. up in New York, and I'm just sitting there, and I got my mouthpiece in, and I'm waiting to do my turn, and I'm just like, Ah, this ain't for me no more. This is not not what I want to do anymore. I think think my days of hitting grown men are over with. That quickly. That quickly. On the field. You know, I I mean, I almost took my helmet and pads off right there. Did you finish practice? I finished practice. I tell you, it was probably one of the best darn practices I've ever had in my life. I mean, I I was like, you know what? I'm going to give the game this practice, and I'm going to walk away from it the way I want to walk away from it. Like a UFC fighter. Take the gloves off the pads, just leave them in the ring, and just walk off. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, Alfred Morris was there. He was there with me. And I remember going up to Alfred after practice, man, and I was just, you know, Hey, you know, this is, my, this, is my, this is my last time doing this, man, you know, and it was just, it was just something you, we all feel, you know, at a point in our lives where you're yes. just comfortable with it and you just like, all right, there's, there's more important things to go on and look forward to. Yeah. Nate? No, no, I want Ori. Come on, that man. Come on. Now, you <laughs> what about you? What, no, I, mean, I asked my, ask my question. I'm curious. When did that, I mean, what about you? It was basically the same thing with me with the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers. I knew within a week I wanted to quit. But Tony Wise, my first offensive line coach that really helped me become Nate Newton, was there. And I, I'm like, I, I, I never had the heart to tell him I, I didn't want to play no more. I really didn't study the playbook. It threw me in a game, and I got to sack the quarterback. I was already out of there, bro. And coach, so, pat the helmet. Yeah, so I'm done. He, did, he knew, and then he looked at me after the game, Coach Wise. And he, he looked at me. And then he called me in Monday, Monday the next, you know, Monday. I'm over there early working out. He said, Nate, you ain't got to worry about it. You ain't starting this week. I put the other guy ahead of you. I said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Won't he do it? Won't he do it? I tell you. <laughs> thank you. No. I said, I'm going to coach him up and I'm going to cheer for him. Yes, sir. Biggest and I was gone when the season there. was over with. They didn't have to call me and tell me they had released me. I sent the release papers to them. Wow. I'll go ahead and clear my When it's over, Here's bro. my playbook. When it's over, you know. Yeah, you, you know, know. You, you know may not do good. it. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody doesn't send a message to Pittsburgh, but anyway. So what, what's next for Joe? Are, are you just enjoying time with the wife and the kids and then just going to figure it out? Or do you have asp- – I mean, we got an opening on the social media team. Like yes, we, we do. We have an internship where we would love to have you come <laughs> – Come do some content for us. I tell so, you I mean, what, you know, I'm I'm pretty much open to anything right now. And yeah. Right now, don't, I, don't say that. <laughs> hey, to him. Right. You're, You're not, not open to anything. Coffee and donuts for the social yeah. media team. He, he's gonna bring me right in. Huh? Right. Donuts every day. Here you go. Baby. Come here. But I'm, I, you know, I've, I'm I'm enjoying this time right now, and I think one of the one of the things that I that I'm gonna pursue in my life is, uh, you know, I definitely want to go to uh, seminary school. Wow. And, sweet. Yeah. And you know, sweet. I can't I can't tell you. Uh, you know how just Jesus Christ has just been changing my life, you know, from the time when I really made the decision to put him first. You know, it's, right. just, it's just been absolutely amazing. So I definitely want to do that because I, I feel like in my NFL career, I've been to the top and I've been to the bottom and everywhere in between. And I think I got some, you know, real good good advice I could give right. to people right. because, you know, I'm getting advice from the, <laughs> the big guy upstairs. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. So wow, I definitely, definitely going to pursue that in my life. And, you know, with my son playing football and my daughter doing dance, 
you know, just committing as much time as I can to them. Yeah, sermons with you will be very interesting. Oh, I can't wait to hear those. Oh, all hype sermons, baby. <laughs> all hype sermons, man. <laughs> People go walk I'll out be that, there, bro. They go walk out the church I'll sweating, man. I'll, I'll be there. I promise I appreciate you. you. I Nate appreciate will be there, bro. I'll, yes, sir. But anyway. So how about this Cowboys offense? Oh, <laughs> I mean, when, when you got so many weapons, you know I mean? First of all, you got to start with Dak. Dak is just, he's, he's one of the most he's amazing. He's on another level right now. Yeah, and he's always been you know, that, that quiet leader of the team, you know, just a, a wonderful spirit. And the way he works is absolutely amazing. And it just, it trickles down to everybody. Everybody else is feeding off him. And then, you know, Zeke and Tony running the ball the way they are and, the, you know, the wide receiver core out there. You know, I think one of the greatest things, you know, if you want to sit down and talk ball is the receivers, man, and them being so unselfish. They're out there blocking guys, and you can see it. It's just a, it's a, it's a spirit out there that, you know, the guys are just having fun. And when you're out there, you know, having fun like you did in Little League in high school, man, football is easy. You know, it, it's easy at that point. What, what Do you stay in touch with any of the guys on the team? I mean, you were here you know, 10 minutes ago. Like, are you are you pretty close with any of the guys still? Yeah, I'm definitely, you know, I'm definitely close with all the guys. I think during the season I try not to bother them as much because yeah. I know what it feels like. You know, it's hard to send texts and reply to calls during the season. But, you know, definitely, you know, if a guy texts me, hey, have fun this week, you know, whatnot. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's great seeing all my friends out there, you know, doing what they love and having fun and winning football games. When you're winning football games in the NFL, yes. you know, I mean, it's it's, it's – there's nothing like it. You know, you, you walk into the locker room. It's easier to make jokes, you know, with coaches. And you're walking around, man. It's, it's, it's a great time. Wow. What do you see, Nate? I want to hear some offensive line talk in this first segment. Nate, you get into it. No, I want to hear it. I, I can't because their, their terminologies and langos and, and cold words are different than mine. You know, they, you know, if they wanted to do a deuce block, I don't know if they call it a deuce block, but they they didn't want to say deuce to the defense. They knew what that meant. Oh, I'm going to get double teamed. So you, he probably what words y'all use for deuce? Yeah. So we, we say doom, or you know, if it's right. a if it's a if it's a play where there's no puller, you know, doom, deuce, you know, yeah. uh, you know, double. Yeah. But just like you said, man, you know, the the guys across the ball are really smart. So yeah. When you really go out there on Sunday, you kind of you know you 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 get a comfortable comfortability, you know, right. playing with guys and. You don't you don't try to say as many words out there because those guys here Rocky, uh, Rocky. Okay, it's coming to the right. <laughs> right. They, they, they hear that, man. It's like these guys, you know, you know Peter, Peter, he's pulling. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I was like, come on, man. <laughs> it's coming here. Yeah. Like, look, at, look at big Nate, man. His, his fingers trembling. They coming forward. <laughs> right, man. So yeah. so when you no, get I'm out just there, overweight, man. That's all that is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but when you get out there, you try not to use all the words yeah, you do in practice. Real. You just kind of walk up there. You look to the guy next to you, and that's where, you know, it gets yeah. to, you know, it's important to have a group out there playing next to Continuity, each other. Continuity, man. Exactly. You know, having just knowing what the guy next to you is going to do before he even mm. does it, it's, it's huge because the offensive line is one of the only yeah. groups on the field that's playing as a group, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're not, if you're not gelling, then it's, it's going to be a tough day. You know, we had one word that we knew that nobody would – with trio, we had trio. Mm-hmm. You didn't know what, th- and they ever. Hey, it's three guys. They knew it's three guys, but you didn't know which three guys was coming at you. And so, because sometimes we will let Tua just say trio, tackle right. ain't never. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. But they they couldn't catch that. So that was our only word that we could use the whole year was trio. Right. You know, because they knew what it was. They just yeah. didn't know where it was coming nah, from. Nah, they just didn't mm-hmm. know it was coming from. And see, we had more fat than them than Looney. We Looney don't want fat like us. <laughs> 
You know, we had fat everywhere. You know what I'm saying? They're in shape these days. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. Guys. You guys are just into compliments. I appreciate you. <laughs> well, you know what? I love it. I love it. Let's take our first break, and when we come back, we will compliment you some more. Yeah. The great, the great Joe Looney with us tonight. This is Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. I'm Shannon Gross. To my right is the great Ari Timpkin. To his right is the great Nate Newton. And to his right is the great, great, the one and only Jumbo <laughs> yes, Joe Looney. I'll tell you what, man, you guys. Hey, Joe, before we get back to football, Talk to SWBC has customized solutions for individuals and businesses 
and they're just a click away, what I want you to do right after the show, don't be like Nate and pick your phone up and do it right now. Visit SWBC.com to learn more, Joe, and start your next adventure. SWBC.com. Yes, sir. I got it. Let's go. Hey, you might have a future in this business, Ready, break. Let's go. All right, I want to talk to you about this current Dallas Cowboys team. A lot of surprises on the team this year. You can go a lot of different directions with this. Obviously, defense jumps out at you. What – what shocks you the most about these Dallas Cowboys? Well, I, I want to, you know, it's being a fan now and being able to watch these guys, and like I said earlier, is just the, the, amount of, the amount of fun they look like they're having out there and the, the spirits up, and that, that makes everything a heck of a lot easier. And also, when, when you're doing the things they're doing on the football field, you know, when, when Dak is back there slinging the football and guys are catching it, and then you got – you know, Zeke and Tony back there, man, the dynamic duo, just yes. crushing guys, running over guys. You know, you, you, you watch the passion with, when they're running the football, and they're, they're, not, they're not getting knocked back. They're finishing forward. And that's one of the things mm. you see, and it's, it's just something that weighs on defenses. And like I said, man, watching, watching how much passion they're out there playing with, it makes the game easy. Yeah. It makes it easy, man. You just go out there, strap your helmet up. Hey, guys, let's go have fun. Let's do what we've been doing our whole lives. Do what we've been doing, you know, since we were little kids. Have you seen how they've been using Connor McGovern as, like, a lead blocker at times? Him. Him. <laughs> they got that from him. Right, right. You know, that's, yeah. that's one of the places where I start. You know, at that. that 66 uh, is eligible. What was it, 73 is 73 eligible? 73 reporting is <laughs> eligible, yeah, baby. Yeah, man. Did you ever get a pass thrown to you? You know what? We had we had one in the books. It was ready to go. On game day? It, it was on game day. Oh. It was on game day. I remember in practice when, when they put the play in, Coach Gary, he was, you know, he was throwing me passes, you know, every which way. <laughs> ready. And I was, you know, I told Coach, I was like, man, you know, before I was a lot, you know, it's a it's an athlete in here somewhere. <laughs> you know, I grew up, I grew up, you know, right. back home in Lake Worth, Florida, man. I mean, you know, we were out in the alley, you know, it was like, hey, right. throw the ball up and we're gonna catch it. So these hands are definitely up to date. Right. You know, we can catch the ball. But it was in there, and uh, I remember we were playing Detroit, and we were on the two-yard line, and uh, I, I run in, report, and I'm like, I don't even need to hear the play call. I already know what it is. I know this is going to be the pass. This is it. You know, I'm going to get to do my little, you know, shuffle in there, you know, from the Goonies. And this is this shuffle, is shuffle. the truffle shuffle. And that's going to be the celebration, baby. And, you know, we're in the huddle. Dak calls the play. And I trot to where I'm supposed to be at. And Dak's like, Joe, no, go over here, man. And he's like, it's a different play. And I'm like, you're kidding me. I was, like, I was called a t- timeout, guys. I mean, let's, let's discuss this a little bit, you know, let's see what we're talking about about here but uh we had we had it in the had it in the playbook but unfortunately never got never got one Mm -hmm. Ari what's been the biggest surprise to you about this Cowboys team so far yeah I mean the defense you know look the offense doesn't surprise me um this was expected to be a really good offense this year I think just as Joe said the offensive line the quarterback wide receivers running back the play caller I mean Kellen Moore is on another level right now the defense you know and it's not just the defense's play. It's you've got now three foundational pieces at every level of the defense with the way that Trayvon Diggs has emerged, with the way that Micah Parsons has emerged. And once Tank Lawrence comes back, I mean, it's been a long time since we've seen the Cowboys have that kind of play at those three levels of their defense. And, I mean, I'm curious for you guys, but, I look, I, I thought Trayvon Diggs was good last year. I thought the first couple of games this year he had, he had some picks. But I didn't think he was a lockdown guy. We've seen him really lock down receivers 
the last few weeks, and that's a, a new part of the game for him that I think is starting to come. And, and then Micah Parsons, what, what can you say about him? He's, he's just an animal out there. Right, and to go on with your point, you know, Trayvon Diggs, man, I mean, it's, uh, you know, from your rookie year to your second year in the NFL, it's, you, you learn so much. And, you know, as a rookie, you walk out there, and it's just, it's, sometimes it's overwhelming. There's so many moving parts. The game's so much faster than in college, and sometimes it's overwhelming. But now you see, you know, the game slowed down to him. He's, in, you know, in a system that's, you know, helping him out. Yep. And, I mean, I saw something, you know, the other day. You know, people do those little – he's got more picks than some teams in the NFL. Yeah. So, it's, it's absolutely – 27 teams. I mean, it's – More yeah. than 27 yeah. teams. Yeah, I mean, he's his own team. He's his own little <laughs> interception machine out there. And he's, you like, know? goading them. I mean, he the one interception he had, it was like he let the receiver go past him, and then he's like, oh, Mike Lennon thinks he's open. And then he just sped right down and got the football. It was incredible. Right. You know, you sit there, and you're just like, oh, no, receiver's behind the defense. And then you just see, oh, no, Trayvon, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll pick that for you. <laughs> Nate, what's been the biggest surprise to you in, on this Cowboys team so far? Besides lining up right on defense? Uh-oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Man, everything y'all talked about. Uh, I know Coach Quinn would be good because Isaiah Stanback just talks about him over and over and over. And I know Coach Quinn would be good, but the way he's got these guys to believe in themselves, the way he, uh, he told us during training camp, I was talking to him during training camp, we did a show together, he was saying, I asked him about a guy. He would tell me his place, his role, and it ain't nothing changed. Every guy that he, we talked about, from the D-line to the line, he had a role for them. He told Mr. Jones that role. He told uh, Will McClay that role. Mm-hmm. And he told his head coach that and those players are filling their roles. And you can't ask for a better – that's what, that's what <laughs> yeah, kind of right. coach do you need? When yeah. a guy can say, hey, man, this is what I vision you. You're going to start out. Yeah, you'll be okay, but we're going to have just want you to host. We don't want you to be giving no opinions. We just want you to host. All right, is you giving opinions yet? Me? Yeah. Never. Okay, so he's still a host. I got, I got my role. <laughs> you know his role. <laughs> I got my role. I don't have to <laughs> like my Coach role. I just got to know I have a role. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but see, there. I'm done. He know, man. Oh, yeah. This guy knows, and he got guys believing. So when you got guys believing, like I said, now it turns into fun because mm. everything is secondary. You plan. I know the defense. I know the options. I know the adjustments. And they just playing. They mm. flying to the ball. Ari yeah. mentioned Kellen Moore earlier. Kellen, is he doing anything different this year, or is it just look different because they're being successful? Well, I think uh, Kellen, he's always been that coach that's he's, he's going to take what, take what the defense gives him, mm-hmm. and he's going to take his shots when he wants to. You know, he's, he's an aggressive play caller. And, you know, it's, just, it's, it's so much fun to watch. And, you know, last year, being with the, the injuries and everything, man, when you got these guys, when you got your full core of weaponry available, you know, it, it, it makes that whole play sheet, you know, available. And you can call and you can have fun. I mean, I think there was one play where Cedric Wilson, you know, got the ball and threw the ball to Noah Brown. I mean, yeah. it just opens up everything for you in that playbook. And when you got everybody available, it makes it easy. And, you know, with, with Kellen, you know, he, he's just such an offensive mind. You know, he, he's, he's just he's having fun out there. He looks like a kid out there calling plays. Do you think he's head coaching material? <laughs> I definitely think Kellen could be a head coach. You know, from, from being with him on a team, you know, being players together right. and then seeing him as a coach, I definitely think he, he has what it takes to, you know, 
be in the locker room with the players and, you know, be that authority figure at the same time. So I, def- I definitely think he could, he could do it if he wants the, to. The thing, the thing, because I used to be critical, he'll tell you, I used to be so critical on Keller. And, and uh, he's grown. He's grown. He understands. He, and, and, and I say give him another year. Don't, not this year, but give him another year because I promise you, to, to talk to the quarterbacks and to the offense, that's one thing. But to can try to control that other side and what they thinking, that's another thing. Organizational skills. He let give him another. Let him see a little bit more because when you got to deal with a, with ninety of them and cut down to fifty of them, it's a whole different house, man. Hey, let me ask you something because something I remember talking to Kellen a couple of years ago. It's like, so how do you you know? Where are you influenced by? Who are your influences? And he, he mentioned, like, he watches football, and he sees a play that he likes, and he, like, will bring it to the table and stuff. Like, was that something you guys did? Like, were your offensive coordinator would be like, you know, North Turner would be like, yeah, North, I just saw North this play. From the Orc- I just saw this play Coriel. on TV, yeah. and uh, I'm, we're going to run it next week. He, he, what we do as players and what coaches do is they'll see where a team destroyed you with a one play or two plays the week before. Now, the smart coaches, and I think Kellen is like this. I think Coach Reed is like this, and I knew Norley. Now, do I have the personnel mm. to run this play? Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that, that's, that's right. what Kellen is asking himself now. Before, he was just drawing. He had a 1,000 pieces of paper, you know, drawing. But now he's like, oh, I got C.D. Lamb. Oh, I got Amari. Zeke can do this. Tony can do that. Exactly. And my offensive line can do it all. Mm. This, week, this past week, yeah, I forgot to bring it up. This past week, they got back to pulling, Loom. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I hated that we didn't do last year and the year before. We got away from the pulling. Y'all was too athletic not to take advantage of that. Yeah. They yeah. got back to the pulling this yeah. week. Yeah, they definitely got some athletic guys yeah. up there on the offensive line. You know, I know when, when I worked with the offensive line group, we made it a point. You know, we'd work with the quarterbacks and running backs and try to beat them, you know, in the drills. Because it's just, you know, we always like to know, we always like to think that we, you know, right. can still do it and play a skill position. Right. But I think, too, man, you know, when, when it comes to Kellen and he has this idea of what he wants an offense to look like, and then you send, you know, your general Dak Prescott right. out there, you know, it, it, he, he's calling the plays from the base, and then you got your general out there mm. just going and getting it done, man. And he, he, he took Kellen's vision, man, and he's just – you know, doing it out there on the field. And when you got a guy like that, them two are working together, you know, back and forth. I mean, <laughs> you know, God bless anybody who lines up against them. Yeah, it's like you said, they're, they're having fun. Like the Cedric Wilson play, it's a trick play. You're having fun. Everybody's happy. Oh, they tried it. It didn't work. If you're losing, it's like, what are they calling that play for? Like, <laughs> right. winning helps everything. It does. Right? It, 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 does. It, it makes everything enjoyable. And like, ah, they'll, you know, ah, See, they made a mistake there. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. And yeah. the thing, We're the, thing, the, thing yeah. the thing that you hope, the thing that you hope for Kellum and for the second time around for Coach Quinn, because it's coming, the second time around is, are you that coach that got that, that, that one or two plays in the bag that can make that average team just a little bit better? Mm. Are that great team go over the top? That's the thing you ask now about Kellum. It can, does he have enough, does him and Dak has enough moxie with each other to take us to the next level? And the next level ain't far for me because all it is is two playoff wins. I ain't talking Super Bowl. I don't talk stupidity. I'm talking realistically, you know. Can they get to the to the to the second round of playoffs and win it? Mm-hmm. Be it be it you had the best record and you only have one um, off week and got advantage, 
Or you got to go through the whole gambit. That's you don't a, think the Super Bowl is realistic? Nah. You know what? Nah. Hold that thought, Nate. <laughs> nah, I know man. what you're going to say. Let's talk about that. Nah, Tom Brady and Tampa. Let, <laughs> oh, come, all right. Hey, we're going to talk about that. What <laughs> okay. is realistic for this yeah. team? Debate, debate, yeah. debate. Let's talk the about. Rams ain't got a good coach. <laughs> let's talk about music, <laughs> Joe. I want to get into your music oh, head because I know okay, you're a big music yeah. guy. And we'll talk about. Got a lot of guys that are going to be coming back here in the next several weeks mm-hmm. that are. Good players, which makes this team even more scary. What's that going to look like when they come back? All of that and more, you're listening to Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. SWBC Mortgages Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. SWBC Mortgage joined the more than 120,000 customers that we've helped to find their happier way home. Visit SWBCMortgage.com to find a pro today. 
And speaking of pros, three out of the four of us here are, and I will introduce the three pros. Ari Timken to my right, <laughs> Nate Noon to his right, and Mr. Brightside himself, Jumbo Joe Looney. Welcome yes, back to sir. the show. <laughs> so, Joe, before we get back to football talk and these here Cowboys, uh-huh. you're a big music guy. I am. How did you – What did, where did your love of music start? Because you, 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 you spend the you spend the – the ones and twos a little bit. I try. I tried to a little bit. I yeah. tried. I tried to be a DJ a little bit. But I, I would definitely say my love comes comes from my dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad was big on music. I mean, I remember being in, in little league, you know, riding to practice with him, and he's you know jamming out on Van Halen. You know, he he was big in the rock and roll, Pete Floyd, something like that. And you know, it just always was like, you know, hey, music makes you feel good. You know, if you if you're down, you know, you need something to pick you back up a little bit. I know one of the ones, you know, my wife's love is, uh, you know, your love by the outfield. Josie's on a vacation far away. <laughs> Come around and talk it over. So many things. Yeah, I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I, I just want to use your love tonight. Oh, yes. I mean, just like that. Just bring, I mean, music, it, it helps. It brings, it brings everybody yeah. together. Picks your mood up. And I just, yeah. I, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. You know, and I've always kind of <laughs> had it there with me, man, you know, and listening to a lot of DJs and stuff like that. But I did try to spin some tunes every now and then, you know, try to work that yeah, DJ. Still doing that? No, nah, not anymore. Not anymore. I figured out, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. You're going to flag that, it. Put, yeah, put that on the <laughs> Put that one on the back burner, you know. <laughs> Just you know, stick to coaching some of these little yeah. kids in flag football. Well, that's a that's a first on this show. We've never broken out in song, so thank you for for doing that for us. That You're was welcome. amazing. I'm trying to make this count as one of our podcasts, so we can have them in the in the in the, uh, Olympic in the race challenge that yeah. we have. Yeah, we need to talk oh, yeah, to you after the show. About that. Yeah, yeah. we need to talk yeah. to you after the show. <laughs> All right, what about you, Nate? What's your what's your musical taste? I literally I love all music. Go ahead, Dave. No, I love all music. I, I, I you have a very I, diverse music. Yeah, I, I love all music. I, I, ain't, I can't sing songs like him. I can hum along. <laughs> but I love all music except I can't do the hard, hard acid rock. And, I, and, I, and I'm not going to let myself go back to the rap. If I, no yeah. metal or rap? Nah, cause no I, metal? Because nah, rap, that rap, rap, that twist What about old mind. rap? That, that, yeah, the good rap, like Furious Five, Sugar Hill Gang, when they're talking about cornbread <laughs> and macaroni and stuff like that. Cornbread uh, yeah. macaroni. It, it, chicken tastes oh, like yeah. wood, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I can do the old rap, but not, nah, none of this new stuff. What no about stuff. you, Ari? Yeah, huge music fan and into everything. I mean, literally, I mean, everything from Chopin and Beethoven to Tupac and everything in between. Tool. Love metal. I mean, everything. Because it's, you know, different <laughs> moods for different, you know, different hey, times. I just never understood a group named itself Tool, you know? <laughs> Tool's awesome. I know, you wouldn't I'm, like it, though. It's metal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I listened to it. I, hey, it, I, I, it was some guy was recording, and dude made me buy it at the CD store, and I... And it was banging so hard so my wife came in there. I was like, I was, I was trying to get into it. I was, and I found myself I was banging my head on the wall to try to. Get, I was like, like, cut it off, baby. It ain't gonna work. Well, I'll tell you what. Great music store. One, we're, yeah. we're in meetings, and you know, uh, Coach Colombo was our offensive line uh-huh. coach right. when I was Very here. Free reign, baby. Free reign. I had no idea, you know, him, you know? Leonard Davis. Uh, I had no idea these uh, guys had started a band. They pop up YouTube, you know, put on a music video, and they're just, yo, shit, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can get down with that, baby. It was great. It, it was, was Mark, Mark Leonard, 
Corey Proctor. Yeah, yeah. I know it was, it was all yeah. offensive linemen in yeah. there. But, you know, they were just in there slapping the base a little bit. Yeah, you know what? It was so funny. Like, you had to like a ball of big guys instead of saying, you're going to like our music. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what you do? <laughs> what's, the, what's the music situation like on, on game day and during the week in the locker room? Is there – does everybody listen to their headphones? Is there a system in there? Like, who gets control of the of the music? Yeah. So during game day, you know, this was actually one of my, you know, it was a huge job of mine during during my little oh, stint with the Cowboys. <laughs> I was, a, you know, a little bit of the team DJ, and it's rough in there. Right, it's right, rough right, in there. Right. It's a tough you job. Got, you got it. You know, you got to please everybody in right. that locker room. You know, but you kind of get. You, you know, you feel people yeah. out and you know when to play certain songs right, and right. get people pumped up. You know, as groups go out, they got kind of their own song they want to hear. Right. And you see it, it's like, it's right, job. I'll dial that up real quick. You know, let's go ahead and get them <laughs> ready to play. So who took over that role? I have no idea. But, you know, we had, uh, I, think, I think it was Dez. You know, he bought my first year here was 2016. And he bought this big jukebox into the, into the locker room. And I mean, the thing was, it was so, just loud as heck, man. You know, just loud as heck. And, uh, you know, I finally ended up, you know, going over there and kind of, you know, all right, here's my Bluetooth hookup, you know, kind of check it out. Yeah. He, uh, who's, on, who's on the tunes, man? Oh, it's me. It's me. I keep going. Yeah, I got you. Confiscated dance move box. <laughs> yeah, build your confidence a little right, bit. And, you right. know, he just kind of comes, you know, all right, Lou, get on, the, get on the tunes a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's a great story. Oh, what about yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Music? Oh, man, I'm all over the place. I, I can listen to any, I'll, country, rock, hip-hop. We go to Mexico hip-hop. every year. What, what you listen to when you go to Mexico? Whatever. It doesn't matter in Mexico. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on vacation. Yeah, I right. don't care. But oh, I, yeah. I'm a big oh, yeah. live music guy. Like, I'll, I'll go listen to anything live at least once mm-hmm. just to see if I like it and, and, and you know, something that I might get turned on to. But I'm, I'm, I'm like you, Ari. I'll listen to anything across the board yes yes yeah well how how was it in your day nate did y'all have someone that had the uh we started out like it wasn't happening with coach landry it wasn't uh (laughs) christian southern gospel yeah you won you better turn it on but when jimmy came jimmy had one rule that's when the ipads you know ipods was out oh yeah y'all got enough money Buy your iPod, buy your earphones, and put it on your own Don't play head. it out loud? Yeah, because if a guy next to you say, hey, man, I, I don't like that music, put your earphones on, and you can bang it as hard as you want. But, and yeah. then you graduate to our generation, and then right. you got a bunch of guys like me who, who know, think they can sing, you know, because you got those noise-canceling headphones. Right. Oh. Right. You put the bows on, and it's just you can't hear anything. All you hear is the music, and you're just, hey, hey, you know. You think you sound good, but then it's like, all right, put the – Put 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 the speaker on it. We don't want to listen to that. Yeah. So Joe, you brought up earlier the receivers, right? Ari, what are they going to do when Michael Gallup comes back? Like you've almost forgotten about Gallup. Cedric Wilson's been showing up. You know, CD, phenomenal. Amari, maybe, probably the best route runner in the game right now. Dax dealing to everybody. Dalton Schultz, who saw that coming? You thought Blake Jarwin was getting that job back when he came in, and now Dalton's getting most of the snaps. Where does Michael Gallup, does he come back in? And Cedric, hey, nice, thank you. But I mean, how incredible is it, though, that, like, it seems like for the last decade when this team had injuries, it was they forgot, devastating. They forgot how to play. That wasn't was a scene. That was what it was I mean, Remember, yeah. what was the record? It was like yeah. they had this record with Sean Lee was out. It was like they couldn't win without Sean and so you think about it. Demarcus Lawrence has been missing. They've been missing Lyle Collins. They've been missing Michael Gallup. I mean, these are really important players. Mm-hmm. And it's like every, you know, I remember in years past, every postgame show, it's like, oh, if only they can get this guy back. If only they can get this guy back. And now it's like, 
what are they going to do when these guys come back? Where they I, fit in. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, I would say, number one, this is a pretty good indication of where Michael Gallup is probably not going to be here next year because of Cedric Wilson. He makes him more expendable, which is tough because Michael Gallup is a really good underrated player, but he's going to go make probably make some good money elsewhere. But, I mean, he's going to slide right back. And, and he's a very productive receiver. He's been such an underrated player for these guys. I mean, he, you know, he, making big-time catches, third-down catches, great balance, um, his ability to make catches that are just you can't believe that he'd make those catches. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him back because he's probably at this point like, hey, they're not missing me as much as I hoped or thought they would miss me. So he and then, I mean, and then, you know, Lyle Collins, that's an interesting one too. I mean, I, I think he's going to go to right tackle. I don't, but I think now you have more confidence in your swing tackle and Terrence Steele. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nate, talk about that. I know we talk about it on our show when guys are hurt <laughs> and they see guys balling out and then they're like, wait a minute. Yeah, y'all can fool around <laughs> if you want. <laughs> now, you know, I've been about Wilson all year. He'll tell you, I left out of training camp about Wilson. But, man, don't y'all ever think until still becomes Lyle, oh, yeah. ever think. Yeah. You know, to, and see, I believe in the backup because that's where I started. Mm. You know, that short-lived, that's where he started. But, come on, man, we have two tight ends. We have people motioning. Totally. We protect – Lyle stands over there by himself. Lyle does it by himself. Yep. And you don't know. You, you, can, you think our boy Wanda is doing great things at offensive coordinator. Right. Let my boy Lyle get back and get his rhythm back, and you'll see great call. some crazy stuff, man. I, that, that one right there, man, when I hear people talking about that one, I, I'll defend Lyle. But now uh, Gallup, that's, that's going to be a hard call, man, mm. because it's going to be hard to just – do Cedric like that. It's going to be hard, man, because coach, coach last week said in his press conference, Cedric is one of the few players that can play every position, and he, don't need, he need minimal reps. Mm. That's, a, that's almost an irreplaceable guy, man. Mm. But I think it's, a, it's, it's great that we can sit yeah. and have this conversation. Oh, so you know? great. Hey, nobody, everybody loves being in a year of abundance. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. When you're having this talk where this guy could go out there, this guy yeah. could go out there, it's absolutely wonderful. And, you know, going on with Lyell, yeah. I mean, Lyell, he's an absolutely wonderful player. I mean, the, the guy, man, when, when he's out there, he just he brings, he brings a toughness to the game like no other. And, uh, you know, it's very unfortunate to see that he's going through the situation that yes. he's in now. But I think, you know, going through those things and as an as NFL player, you, you kind of get to sit down, you focus, and it makes you more hungry to go out there and play football. It makes you hungry to go out there and play football. And to see Terrence Steele, man, you know, I, I, just like I said, you know, your rookie year, it's hard to it's come into hard, the NFL bro. and play football. Man, I mean, you know, as much as we want to sit here and talk, if you, if you just – it's hard to come in and, you know, do something and fill those shoes for a Lyell or a Tyron Smith. But to see him playing, you know, with the confidence that he has this year, it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I try to tell people last year, Shannon, I, I defended this kid all over the place. Yeah. yeah, let Coach Philman is working with this kid. I defended him. But, see, you got to keep looking at that film. He, and now that he's confident, he's better. Mm-hmm. When, when you get a guy blow past you two or three times, like the dude from Cleveland blew past him early oh in the game. You knew the there, game yeah. was over for this kid. Yeah, it's tough. You know, so now he, he willing to take that challenge. And now he's like, if I can get my hands on you, I'm going to kill you. You know, well, not kill you, but I'm going to grind you up. <laughs> exactly, so, exactly. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, man. Ooh, I had to hand it to me a couple of times. That ain't a good thing. Well, hey, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and he was in such a tough spot. I mean, 
undrafted free agent on Texas Tech. And oh yeah, yeah go play left tackle and go block Miles Garrett. <laughs> yeah. Good Thank luck. you, man. Thank God you. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, right. that's one of the toughest things right. to do. And man, with the wide receiver position, you know, going back to Michael Gallup. Mike's such a great dude, and I think one of the things we don't get to talk about much is how much of a great guy he is in the locker room, yeah. man. He's yeah, just, Man, wow. you know, you want to talk about just a positive guy. You know, even when he went down, you know, he's, out, he's cheering on his teammates. You got to love him, just his personality in there. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, who knows what we'll talk about because we got the great Remember Jumbo the Joe Looney. Oh. Remember that Super Bowl? Which one? Oh, yeah, we got the talk. one you forgot Let's about. Let's talk about that. that. I, I, I want, forgot about some Super Bowl. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was trying not to get you on this uh, nonsense. I've already <laughs> booked my flight for L.A. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. You can book it all you want. You'll be going so to Mexico when, we get, when we come back, we'll get on the nonsense train with Nate Newton. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. You're listening to Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
SWBC Mortgages Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. SWBCPEO, helping to alleviate the HR administrative burden that comes with running a business. Leave the worrying to us. Visit SWBCPEO.com to find out more. But wait until after the show because this is the final segment. And I've, I have a bone to pick with the biggest Cowboy fan that I know. <laughs> Shannon Gross here, joined by Ari Timpkin, the greatness of Joe Looney. Last segment yes, here. Give sir. it up for Jumbo Joe. Thank you, guys. Jumbo and the Joe. biggest Cowboy fan that I know, Mr. Nate Newton. Yes, sir. You just said the Super Bowl this year is nonsense. It and is. Ari, I want you to get him after yeah, he, after he says it whatever is. he's going to say. Why? It, 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 see, I, I just believe it's too many stages you have to go through, and you haven't got past the first stage. I mean, you've won the NFC East. You know, you've done that several times. But you've gotten to the first round of playoffs. There's always that second round. And the talent get better and better. Like, we, this thing is set up for the Cowboys to be in the playoffs. You look at the NFC East yeah. and the rest of their opponents, they catching these teams at the wrong time when they're on rolls. We catch these teams on the back end now maybe, but we'll be decided by the next eight games. We shouldn't lose the next four games. Ain't no way. You look at the schedule. There's no way. So now we 8-1. and one. Now we got to get on the back end of that schedule. We, can, we got three or four more games. But the other teams will be so beat up. But now you're playing the better teams when you get in the playoffs. You ain't playing no easy – it, it don't happen. You're going to play up a good defense. You're going to have somebody that can match up with Amari. You're going to have somebody that can match up with, with CD, a uh, uh, stop your run game. So that is what I'm saying. You, and then we don't know the injuries five weeks from now. For other teams are us. So let's go get in the playoffs. Let's see where we're seated. Let's win that first game. Let's win that next game. And then you, you, you won't be able to hold me back because I'm already visualizing Give me some miniature flags by this house with some stoppers on them. I'm going to East City. We whooped along the way. <laughs> and just going to their local bar in front of their stadium. It in, staking and, it out. And staking it out like bacon. Don't leave Jesse on the porch yeah. this time. Make sure you pick Jesse I ain't Jesse taking up, Jesse take with me. I'm going to let you know straight up Jesse Holly ain't going with me. <laughs> Ari, you agree with Nate or do you think well, this I Super mean, Bowl so potential? In terms of like incremental growth experience in the playoffs, is that the quarterback specifically? Is I mean, because – I mean, it's, how do you... it's, it's the whole it's the whole team. See, one thing that I love about Brady, I love about uh, uh, Rogers. Uh, even even if, even if you can get the guy from Seattle, if you can get them to the second round, and you can have them within three to seven points with four minutes left on that clock, you are scared to death. Yeah. Have we ever just been into that position where we where our quarterback has? Uh, the mojo moment. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you get what I'm saying? You got to. There's certain times, man, in the game, you'll see Brady getting blowed out of. You'll see him getting beat in the game, but he's still in there because he's trying out things. He's running his team. Is is that? We saw that week one. Stuff like that. You see we what saw I'm that saying? week one. But yeah. And so I tell people, you have to. Get in moments and live through those moments, man. Hmm. Is our offensive line going to be intact enough to make all of these adjustments? Because now in the playoffs, you got your 50 scouts and your coaches looking at one team. They ain't spread out over the country. Right. Looking at your weaknesses. Do you have enough strength 
to cover your weaknesses in the playoffs. So success for you this year, get to the second round of the playoffs. And win it. And then, and and then, then lose the NFC Championship game. Oh, my goodness. Joe, what's success for you look like? <laughs> well, I'm not, a, I'm not an analyst by any means, but I think right. both of you guys are hitting, you know, right. the hammer on the nail. And the, the, the great thing about the playoffs is, is when you get in the tournament, you're in the tournament. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. and you have no idea. It's, it's a, you know, it's a one-game season at that point. And from, from being a player and being a fan of right. football, when, when you're in those games, I mean, you're, you're, you're the details you go down into, mm. I mean, it makes you a better player. Mm. You know, it, it brings all the, you know, the goodness out of you as a player because you know it's, it's win or go home. So, I mean, as, if you can get yourself in the tournament and make it a, a, a one-season game after that, I mean, you know, hey, it, anything can happen at that point. Anything can happen. Because I know, you know, as being a backup player, you know, being a, in a backup role, you always prepare like you're going to be a starter so there's no drop-off. And one, the one year, you know, Travis went down and he got hurt and I stepped up and, you know, had to go in there and play. And I was, you know, blessed to have a guy like that, you know, in my ear. But it's just it makes you want to play that much better because you know the standard of what the team is looking for. So, you know, you get in that tourney <laughs> and you go from there, baby. I mean, the thing, the other thing, to, to Nate's point before, like what we saw week one, do we have enough confidence in this defense to where you give the ball back to an Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, you give the ball back to a Tom Brady in the playoffs, you're down, you're up three, you're up four, you're up two. So I think – if, if this offense is good enough to win a Super Bowl, I believe that. But the question is, are they good enough defensively to get a stop in a moment that they need to, like so many times before when Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs have, to everybody, not just the Cowboys, but to everybody, where he's, he's done those moments. You have a defense and get those stops, a stop when they need to. You saw Tampa right. Bay do that to Green Bay last year. Yep. They got yep. those stops. When they, and that's and – and, and you, you – you know the strain of every play. You've run hundreds and hundreds of plays during the regular season. But when you get into that second round of the playoffs, the strain of 10 plays that you almost have to be perfect on or get a break on, mm -hmm. it is so tremendous. And that's what I tell you. That second round, that's where the Bulldogs bark and the Poodles go home. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, yeah, just like we talked about, you know, yeah. when we had our mics off, we were talking about – you know, sometimes you really you need the ball to roll your way yes. in the NFL. You know, there's got to be, you know, some some kind of way the ball's got to roll your you know roll your way. You know, the planets align to get to that Super Bowl because you yeah. know from experience from going to the Super Bowl once, you know, it's it's so hard to just get into the playoffs. <laughs> and you. even sniff that field. You know, again, but man, once you're there, you know, you, you definitely need that that mm -hmm. that sense of the ball rolling your way in the game. See, I don't care. I, we didn't care. Oh, man, they got lucky. Like I told you guys off air. Oh, man, they played against seven backup quarterbacks that year. <laughs> uh, okay, my ring is still big. Yeah, yes, still sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, for them to get to the Super Bowl, they got to go to New England and take care of business this weekend. Yes, sir. New England's not having the greatest year, but that is a tough place to play. The, the weather is, always seems to be tricky when the Cowboys go up there. Ari, what do you expect to happen, and what, what kind of outcome do you think? What's your, what's your score prediction? 1987. That's the last time the Cowboys won in New yeah. England. Wow. wow. Uh, I, think I was there for that. I, th I was there. Right on. Who was the quarterback? Uh, some guy, Palua, I think. Somebody like that. I don't know. For the Patriots, I meant. <laughs> oh, I, I, 
Steve Grogan. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I think I the Cowboys know. will win. As Nate said, I mean, you look at the schedule and, you know, there's just – to me it comes down to can any of these offenses that they're going to play outduel them? Not New England's. Absolutely not. Yeah, the Cowboys are definitely going to put up points. You know, it's always tougher playing on the road, but that, that, that offense is going to put up points and – the defense is playing, you know, where they need to be right now, and they can definitely go up there, you know, bring it back to Dallas. You, neither one of you gave me a score. Oh, I'll go 28-17, baby, Dallas okay. Cowboys. That's what we do on this show. Let's go. 28? 28-17. Hey, they're on the road. The weather's going to, you know, we never know what the weather is, so that's my score prediction, baby. All right, I'll go with low scoring. I'll go uh, Cowboys 34, <laughs> Patriots 17. Nate? One point. That's all I need, but I need a victory. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the playoffs. Right? Who's winning though? Who, who do you have who, winning? Uh, Cowboys, 17 and 0. I mean, 16 and 1. <laughs> wow. This is why. 16 and 1. This is why I'm shocked that he doesn't have them winning the Super Bowl <laughs> the next three. You years. wait two weeks before the Super Bowl. Wow. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Ari, it has been a pleasure, man. Thank it's always you, good brother. to see you, you Nate. Too. Good seeing you. Thank you for coming. Oh, you got fist bump me. The great Joe Looney joining us tonight. We'll be back next week. It's been another episode of Cowboys Crosstalk. See you next week. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!